Growing up in New York City, UC Berkeley ethnic studies professor Catherine Sinisa Choi remembers seeing a lot of nurses dressed in their crisp white uniforms. She and her mom lived in an apartment building near several hospitals, so seeing health workers in the community wasn't unusual. But she also noticed that many of the nurses were Filipino. Her mom was an immigrant from the Philippines, and when they go to Filipino events, it was common to see a lot of nurses. I think when I was growing up, it was just part of the familiar landscape of home and what it was like to be in New York City. And I didn't really question it as a child. I just observed it as a phenomenon, and it seemed natural or, or normal to me. You're listening to Fiat Vox. I'm Anne Bryce. Years later, as a graduate student at UCLA, Choi began to wonder, why were there so many Filipino nurses in the U.S.? So she began to research the subject and soon realized there wasn't much information about it. Most of the literature was focused on how the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965 caused an influx of foreign-born nurses in the U.S., including people from the Philippines, who were helping to fill the critical shortage of nurses after World War II ended. But that explanation didn't answer the question regarding why the Philippines. And Choi, then a Ph.D. student, began to investigate. As part of her research, she traveled to the Philippines. She did archival research in Manila at various universities and schools of nursing. She even audited a beginning nursing class at St. Luke's College of Nursing, where she learned with nurses in training, making beds, and going on public health missions to poor neighborhoods. And when she got back to New York City, she conducted more than 40 in-depth oral interviews with Filipino nurses who had immigrated to the U.S., This was in the 1990s, so many of the nurses she interviewed had come to the U.S. maybe 20 or 30 years before. One of my major findings in my research was that really the first mass wave of Filipino nurse migration to the United States takes place in the 1960s, but it takes place under the auspices of what was called the U.S. Exchange Visitor Program. The Exchange Visitor Program was created in 1948 to bring people from other countries to the U.S., where they would work and study for two years and learn about American culture. The program didn't specifically target the Philippines or nurses. Rather, it was created to combat Soviet propaganda during the Cold War by exposing foreigners to U.S. democracy. The intent was to learn about the progressive ways of the United States and that they would, the exchange visitors would return to their countries of origin and sort of serve as U.S. cultural ambassadors because of their experience in the United States. Filipino exchange nurses and other healthcare workers soon began to dominate the program. But that still didn't answer why the Philippines. Turns out the reason goes back to the early 20th century. Soon after the Philippines became a U.S. colony in 1898, the U.S. implemented American nursing programs in the Philippines. And this Americanized nursing curriculum inadvertently prepared them to work in the United States. They were uh, trained oftentimes in um, with English instruction. Um, even their early uh, nursing licensure examinations had an English language component. 
Euro-Americans still followed the 19th century idea of manifest destiny, that they had the God-given right to expand westward because they were bringing Christianity and civilization. And so it's this kind of racial um, hierarchical attitude um, that um, influenced their decision that in order to uplift Filipinos, we need to educate them in American ways. And that includes not just American education on the elementary, um, secondary level, but it also includes um, Americanized education at the college and university level, and it includes Americanized nursing training. So, to recap, in the early 1900s, the U.S. set up nursing schools in the Philippines that taught an American curriculum in an effort to, quote, civilize the Philippines. And then in 1948, just two years after the Philippines gained independence from the U.S., the U.S. created the Exchange Visitor Program, which allowed foreign professionals to come to the U.S. for two years to help spread American democracy across the world and fight Soviet propaganda. Many Filipino nurses, already trained in American-style nursing, came to the U.S. Then, in 1965, the Immigration and Nationality Act was passed, which allowed a larger number of immigrants from around the world to come to the U.S. There was a critical shortage of nurses following World War II, and U.S. hospitals started advertising for Filipino nurses. And one of my favorite primary sources that I used for the research were these advertisements in the Philippine Journal of Nursing that had been placed by U.S. hospitals actively recruiting the returned Filipino exchange nurses from their hospital and or other hospitals in the United States and urging them to come back to the United States because now there was immigration legislation and these advertisements would um, publicize the their salaries in U.S. dollars, and it would portray immigration as a form of uh, travel and adventure for, for these nurses. Troy says the Philippines continues to be the leading exporter of professional nurses to the U.S., although the ways they immigrate have changed over time. About one-third of all foreign-born nurses in the U.S. are Filipino. Since the 1960s, there's been more than 150,000 Filipino nurses who have migrated to the U.S. And today, it's not just Filipino immigrants who are nurses, but also multiple generations of U.S.-born Filipino-Americans who are also nurses. Choi says that while training Filipinos in American nursing began as a way to spread American culture to the Philippines, it's also brought Filipino culture to the U.S. We often think about the Philippines as an extension of the United States, as a, a colonial possession, as an extension of um, U.S. ideology regarding manifest destiny. But what we also ought to think about is how the United States is also an extension of the Philippines. The United States is a dynamic country, she says, that changes people. And the people who are here change all of us. Choi is the author of the 2003 book Empire of Care, about her research on nursing and migration in Filipino-American history. For Berkeley News, 
I'm Ann Bryce. You can subscribe to our podcast, Fiat Vox, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can find more episodes on Berkeley News at news.berkeley.edu.